This is the Book of Mormon for you. A daily dose of scripture thoughts by us kids to help us develop a love for the Book of Mormon to last a lifetime. Okay, new friend today. I'm meeting all these new friends. I'm super excited. It's great. Do you want to introduce yourself? My name is Walter and I'm 12 and I have been to 42 temples. 12 years old, and you have been to 42 temples. Yes. Are you being serious? Uh, yeah. If you're lying and I send it out to all the thousands of people around the world that listen to this, I'm going to find you, and I am going to put ants in your bed. <laughs> 42 temples, how did you do that? Um, last summer... I wanted to try and do all the temples I could in Utah before I turned 12, but then it turned into all the temples I could before before I turned 12. And before I turned 12, I had been to 36. Oh my goodness, I have not been to 36 temples. What's the farthest away temple that you went to? Uh, Nauvoo. That's one of my favorites. That's not far from where I live. <laughs> we stopped by temples on the way so it took us about two or three days wow and did you go in all of them or did you just see them um i went and did ordinances in all of them what in 36 temples uh 42 you have done ordinances in 42 temples yes i know i keep saying it but i'm just i'm so amazed i can't even believe that that happened wow so, what temple did you like the best? Um, I like uh, the Winter Quarters Temple the best. How come? Um, well, it has a lot of stained glass and it has a lot of symbols. And uh, me and my mom like to ask the temple workers what they mean. And the, most of them are very interesting on what they mean. And they had one of the Tree of Life. And it also had one of all the five state flowers that the pioneers crossed through. Wow, that is really neat. I also love the Winter Quarters Temple. I had lots of relatives that lived there for a long time before moving out to Utah. So that is awesome. So was this in the summertime? Yeah, last summer. I started off in Draper. Mm-hmm. Then um, I did Salt Lake, and we did all the ones in Salt Lake. Um, we went on a trip with friends to, Mon to Monticello, and then our grandparents have a house down in St. George, so we got to do St. George and Cedar City. Oh, awesome. Wow. Okay, and so then you took a trip, and you headed east, and you hit, I'm guessing, did you go to the one in Wyoming? Um, yes, we really liked that one because also had a lot of stained glass, but it was smaller than a lot of the other temples. Mm -hmm. um, and it's Star Valley, Wyoming, and mm -hmm. on the mountain, instead of a, an S, they have a star. Oh, cool. That's really cool. There's a lot of church history there, too. Yeah. And then you went farther east, and you hit... Is there one in Nebraska? Uh, yes. Okay. And we did the two in Colorado as well, and Kansas City, and the other one in Missouri. St. Louis? Yeah. That's my temple. That's where I go. And then you headed up to Nauvoo? Yep. Wow. Have you done any in Arizona? 
Um, no, I haven't done any in Arizona. Um, I want to try to. That's where I'm planning to go next. What about California? Um, I've done all in California. Even all the way up in Oakland? Uh, yes. Wow, that's awesome. There's some really cool ones in California. Yeah, I really like that trip. Um, I got to go with my grandma. Wow. And my siblings and my mom. That's so cool. So you went to San Diego? Uh, yeah. That one has got to be in my top five favorite. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, I like that one a lot because it looked like a snow castle. And I, I really like the temple workers there and the font. Yeah, something interesting about the fonts. Where are they always? They're always underground. Yeah. They are always built below the foundation of the temple. Why do you think that is? I had just barely figured this out from my favorite scripture. Um, it's, it represents um, from the dead uh, yeah, and the yeah. person under the grave. And when you are getting lifted up, that's them coming out of prison and coming out of the grave. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so cool that they always think about symbols when they're planning this stuff. It's just so much to learn. Yeah. So your favorite scriptures or the ones you wanted to talk about, they're in Doctrine and Covenants? Uh, yes. Section 128. 8 through 13. So why don't you kind of just give me an overview of what those okay. say. Okay. Um, whatsoever you record on earth shall be recorded in heaven, and whatsoever you do not record on earth shall not be recorded in heaven. So um, they tell me about that a lot in the temples, and it's kind of crazy because that's a lot of stuff to record. And, and another one that I liked was, that they without us can not be made perfect. Neither can we without our dead be made perfect. So they can help us and we can also help them. So I really like that part because well, I've done a lot of baptisms. I've done over 500. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. And I do believe that every time we help one of our ancestors and we take an interest in them, even if it's just learning about their lives, they take an interest in us. Yeah. Right? It tries to make us try and be more like them so we can become more like Jesus Christ. Right. Because we're like, we will help you. And they're like, okay, then I'm going to help you back. Yeah. I love that part that you said, because I think it's easy for us to think about yeah, of course they can't be perfect without us because they can't be baptized. So we are the heroes. Do, do, do. But we can't be perfect without them. What do they do for us? They help us um, understand things. Um, they, they're kind of also like one of those thoughts in your head. Make sure you're doing the things that you're supposed to do, not the things that you're not supposed to do. Yes. Yes, I absolutely believe that. And in 2 Nephi, it says that angels speak the words of Christ. And so they are trying to help us lead good lives. And for you, the more you are helping them, think of how big your army is. Yeah. You've got a huge army of people that are wanting you to make it back to Heavenly Father as much as you wanted them to. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. Oh, I'm all goosebumpy. 
That's so cool. And also, I talked about this with Jackson a couple weeks ago, and we said that angels speak by the words of Christ, and then in that same scripture, it says, feast upon the words of Christ, and that they're in the scriptures. And so we think also that as we're reading our scriptures, those ancestors or those angels can point out things to us as we're reading that are important for us. Exactly. So, yeah, I bet there's quite a line to read scriptures with you. They have like a sign-up sheet and they're like, I thought I got to read with Walter tonight. And they're like, get in line. There's a long line. There's 500 people in this line. (laughs) Wow. That's so cool. That's amazing. Okay. So this interview with Walter was so much fun and he was so cute that I just, I was having a hard time cutting things because it was all good. So This is going to be the end of part one, and there's going to be a part two tomorrow, so get ready for that. It's adorable. Okay, bye. First and second books of Nephi, Jacob, Venus, Jeremiah, Nine Words of Mormon, and Mosiah, singing this is so fun. Alma, Helaman, Third, Fourth, Nephi, Mormon, Ether, and Moroni, learn the teachings of the prophets in the Book of Mormon. Hey, 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 hey!